0: If God was standing right here on the stage in front of all of us, if if God himself was standing right here, what would change? What would change? How would you worship? Would you be talking to the person next to you? You know, would you be looking at the clock, seeing what time we're going till? Would Would you be thinking about dinner later?
1: Welcome to the Breaking Chains podcast, where we are unified in God's word, reaching, teaching, strengthening, and nurturing both those who know Jesus and those who are shackled in bondage, looking for freedom through the blood of Christ. I'm your host, Philip Skeens, and alongside me, my wonderful son and co-host, Daniel Skeens. welcome back and happy New Year to everyone that came back to listen uh welcome to 2023 and another breaking change podcast and we've we've hit a first milestone this is our 11th uh recording so we've got 10 in the books and Robert and I were just talking about that uh, a little bit ago and I'm here today with uh with Daniel my co-host today Daniel how you doing
2: uh good morning I'm doing great how you doing?
1: uh i'm just excited about 2023 and and all the good things that's coming 2022 was a great year and um the great year of our lord of 2022 and uh i'm really excited to see where 2023 is going to take us how was your uh new year
2: oh it was great it's a
1: long day (laughs) (laughs) new year's day is always a long day we uh, we did bowling on New Year's Eve with the Breaking Chains family, and uh, that was a really good time. But we are joined today with uh, our special guest, and um, this lady is her name is Jaden Barton, and uh, she's a college student at Youngstown State, going into nursing. So. The world needs more nurses and uh Jaden, how you doing?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here.
1: Uh we've been waiting for this one. <laughs> we've been, you know, doing these and we're just like, we gotta get Jaden, we gotta get Jaden. <laughs> so thanks for coming on today. I Thank think you for we have a me. really great uh lesson to share today. And um you've been in the church your entire life Mm -hmm. so tell us about what it was like growing up
0: yeah um, I think the first thing I always tell people is it's just such a blessing to be raised you know in the church all my life and uh, you know I was born and kind of raised at New Life Assembly and uh, my dad had just started his ministry when I was born so however my age is, that's how long my dad's been Double in ministry. West. Right, <laughs> right. And so my parents started out as youth pastors at, you know, uh, New Life. And so I was able to grow up in that way. And, and uh, you know, they would always tell me that as a baby, you know, I was passed around from youth to youth and from kid to <laughs> kid because, you know, that's just how I was raised. That's, you know, the way it was. I remember that, you know, I grew up and I was, I was petrified of Buddy Barrel. I don't know if you guys remember Buddy Barrel for missions. The missions. And a couple of the youth put on the costume for Buddy Barrel and they decided it would be funny to just scare me half to death. (laughs) And so ever since, like, I always have this, like, fear in me. I know we went to Disney World then, too, and I, oh, that was just a nightmare. You know, for some kids, it's like a dream come true. For me, I was, like, petrified the whole time. But I always tell people it's just it was so amazing to grow up you know, with watching my parents always being in ministry. And so then when I was around seven or eight, my dad and my mom both felt that the Lord was calling them to church plant. And that's kind of where rush came into play. And so, you know, leaving that church and, and going to, you know, something completely new. And honestly, like, it's not like you were leaving one church to go to another. You were leaving one church to go to absolutely nothing that was there, you know? So, you know, you, you watch something, come out of nothing. And you just know that the Lord was there the whole time, you know, that he led my parents and, and they, you know, in kind of blind faith, just had to, you know, make the decision to leave where they were and, and step out in faith and, and really trust the Lord that, you know, he's going to see them through and, and to watch over the years, how rush has, grown and and the people that we've, you know, started to adopt into this family. And, you know, even now like moving to this new building, I mean, you really just see the Lord's hand moving in all of it. And so, you know, it's, it's just such an honor and a blessing to have, you know, parents as pastors, but also just be so involved in a family, like a church. So.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, I thank God for your dad and mom stepping out in, in faith because without that, there would be no rush. We wouldn't be here. We've been here less than a year, uh, be a year and Easter Sunday. And, uh, it's just been a tremendous blessing to, to us to be here and part of this family. So yeah, it's a, it's a great place to be and it's a great place to, to call home, but you do a little more at rush than, than a lot of people. You, you have, Various hats you wear here, yeah. On the little bit. <laughs> band and and part of the C2 group, mm-hmm. um, with Daniel, and and um, you assist in the nursery and and youth. So, um, tell us a little bit about your ministry,
0: yeah. Um, so you know, I've always had that musical side of me. I always say thank goodness for my mother because you know, I definitely didn't come from my bed. I love him (laughs) to death, but it didn't. (laughs) You could probably hear it sometimes on the live, but I love him. But, um, when I was a little girl, I loved to sing. And so the song blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That was the first song I sang with my mom. And it was like a little duet. And, uh, that was when I was like, I want to say like three or four. And, uh, and so eventually, you know, I was singing songs all my life, you know, but when I was 11, my mom gifted me a bass guitar because at the time we didn't have one at the church and she's like you know what if we don't have one we're gonna make one all right you're gonna learn this and I was like okay cool you know that's, that's nice you know and uh in in school I had done percussion so I did a lot of like drumming and rhythm so you know you need that for the bass and so I started at 11 and, you know, within the year, my mom's like, you know what, you know, this is, this would be a perfect opportunity for you to join the worship team. And, you know, at first I'm like, are you serious? You know, that's not a I have stage.
1: to stand on stage. <laughs> right.
0: People have to look <laughs> at me like, are you serious? But, you know, after a while, and, and I actually didn't sing on stage for a while. It was probably two or three years that I just played the bass. And uh, eventually, you know, a little and a little, my mom coached me, you know, through, Developing as not only a musician by playing, you know, I picked up a little piano, I picked up a little guitar, I picked up, you know, obviously drums and bass, but, but also developing, you know, a worship, like a true worship, what does that look like, you know? And so, you know, that was kind of how Praise Band started. And, you know, after I was heavily involved in youth group, you know, for the amount of time that I could, and I was getting to that age of, hey, you know, this is time for you to Find a new thing, you know, you're getting to that age where you're not a youth anymore. So I told I told my dad and I told Evan, I said, oh, my goodness, what is, is there any way that I could, you know, stay involved with some of these kids' lives? Because I was very close to a lot of kids like, you know, Isabella and right. and others and, and Sky and, and, you know, just, you know, younger people younger than me that I was going to have to leave. And I said, is there any way that I can stay involved and, and learn what it means to disciple and to minister to this age, you know, now that I'm getting older? And so that's when they kind of came up with, you know, this like leader in training type of deal. And I was that for you know a year or two or something. And then eventually, you know, I just, I started leading worship on Wednesday nights for the youth and, you know, developed a band into that. And so I'm so thankful for them and I'm thankful for, you know, everything they do. But, you know, I started there and then eventually there was a need for the nursery. And so, you know, I was like, well, I like the youth group and I love kids. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love kids. But. Some of them, I'm telling you, I'm like, did you have some, like, sugar right before you came? Like, what's up? But, you know, they're they're awesome. I love them. Give them but
1: the candy and send them to church. I'm
0: telling you, I'm saying, I'm like, oh my goodness, what's in the food here? Like, what's, I said this past week, I said, what's in the water? Like, is, there, is it a full moon? Like, what's going on? They're off the walls, but... <laughs> So my mom and I do that, you know, every other week just to, and I said, you know, when I come here, I'm serving. Right. And so, you know, sometimes serving is in whatever means that looks like, you know, wherever I'm needed. So, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. You know, it's funny
1: you say that because, um, driving over here, it hit me because what we're going to talk about today is gratitude. Mm -hmm. And it came, this lesson came from a song by, um, Brandon Lake. And I don't want to get into that yet, but when I was coming over here, it says, um, you know, the Spirit said to praise. Right. Let your life be a praise to God. It's not just a one time, you know, on Sunday that you come to church and you're in a worship service. um, But it's let your life be the praise to God and that really hits home um you know for for me particularly because that's what we need to strive for is that um that life of praise but um <clears throat> we'll get on into that in a moment because uh I'm really excited about the lyrics to this song and what these words really mean when you focus on lyrics of a song, you know, as we talked a little bit earlier, a lot of times the lyrics are, they have so much more meaning deep down to, to you personally. And that, you know, you can be so moved into a totally different place when you focus on not only the music, but the lyrics of song. Your favorite verses of scripture that that you told me were Joshua one nine. <laughs> we're having technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, what a wreck! Um, but tell us why Joshua one
0: one nine. So you know, Joshua one nine. It started way when I was a little kid. And, you know, I mentioned that I was petrified of mascots for a long time. And um,
1: I, I know someone else it was. I'm not <laughs> going to say his name. <laughs> I Dan- feel like it's
0: not that uncommon, Dan- but, Daniel you know, tell you. it's not. Daniel it's not. can
1: tell you the stories, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Daniel, of this person. I'll definitely be asking you that after this. <laughs> but um, it started back then. And actually Ethan Ventling, his mom, Marianne, gave me this necklace and it was a surfboard and it had Joshua 1-9 on it. And you know, as a kid, I didn't really fully understand that verse. I didn't really fully understand to what extent, you know, it it meant to me. I just knew that, you know, it said, you know, be strong and courageous, you know, do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, you know? So that was something where, you know, at that time I was like, oh, good. Like nothing can get me, you know, that type of deal. And, uh, and so I remember my dad and the verse really didn't, like. it meant something to me, but it really didn't like sink in. It didn't like connect until later on. But my dad said, you know, Hey, I have a youth at the church that would, you know, they really need that sort of reminder. And I said, and he said, you know, would I be able to gift them, you know, this, the necklace? And I said, you know what, dad? I said, sure. I said, cause I, you know, I'm always for ministering right. to other right. people always, all the time, all the time. And so. I you know kind of let him you know give him or give the person the surfboard and you know not realizing you know what that could do for them because I know what it did for me right and so I remember then I when I was 12 years old I was diagnosed with diabetes and my mom found a bookmark the night or the day of that I got diagnosed and sure enough it was Joshua 19 and mm. And I still have that bookmark, but it, you know, wrote out the verse and my mom the next morning, cause I was diagnosed, you know, early in the morning, you know, and you know, when I woke up later that day, she had it laying on the counter and I was like, oh my goodness, wow. like what a, like a, what a circle effect, like, like a boomerang effect that it, you know, you threw it, you let it go and it comes back and smacks you in the face. You're like, oh my goodness, this is like, this is the perfect time for this. And so then is when I really just, I mean, I had Watching my mom, I knew similar what that disease looked like, but it was one thing to watch someone have it and then you have it and you're like, oh my goodness, like navigating everything was just so different and, you know, unusual. And so to have that verse at that time was exactly what I needed. And so I, you know, I tell people that was my life verse and, and now it's like, I have a hard time because the more I read, the more I, you know, am searching, I just have these verses where I'm like, I just can't pick one, but that one, (laughs) that one meant the most at that time. So,
1: you know, it was really funny too, because, you know, we always say God works in mysterious ways, but so you've, you filled out the, the questionnaire and then the next morning. So I got this, um, it's a set of scriptures and it's on a card and my, um, I got it for Christmas and basically you pull out a card every day, right out of the front. And then it has another, it's either a verse or a a quote from someone on the opposite side. And the next morning when I pulled out that card, it was Joshua. (laughs) I'm just like, what are the odds, you know? (laughs) Right. But it's just a reminder of, you know, it's a tremendous um, verse of scripture, Mm -hmm. but also Matthew 634. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Right. Today's troubles is enough for today um, Tell us about that one a little bit
0: so that one you know that one's a also a different area of my life in high school i uh, dealt with a lot of like severe social anxiety i uh not even social just every aspect it's i don't even I couldn't even tell you what it started with, but it got to the point where even going to school, I would get to school. And I would be in my class and all of a sudden I would get physically sick and I would leave. And I did that for, I don't know, a month or two off and on. And it got to the point where, you know, eventually school would let out. And, and I thought, oh, well, that, you know, that was the source. It was probably school. School let out. And it's summer. And <laughs> here I am not going out of my house, not wanting to go to church because I was, you know. And it was weird because it was I had an anxiety anxiety that I was going to be sick in front of people
3: mm-hmm.
0: in a sense of, you know, throw up. Right. And that in turn made me sicker. So not only, it was like this loop effect. And uh, and it was, I just couldn't even be around people. I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't even be up on stage. When i be up on stage, I'd get sick. There were times where I'd throw up before I'd have to go up on stage. I mean, I was just physically kind of just a wreck in that way and so I can remember that I gave this verse to someone I gave this verse to someone at that time and you know that this verse really meant something to that person you know and I didn't really realize what I was doing in terms of this verse and I said you know what I'm gonna look back I'm gonna read this verse again and and, you know kind of see what it's and I just I love that you know, Jesus is saying, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about your future. Don't worry about what happens. You know, like, get back to now. Get back to right now and what this looks like here. Right. And so, you know, and that's the deal is that, you know, the verse also says this, each day has enough trouble of its own. So, you know, God knows what you go through. God knows, like, the struggles that are before you. He he, he knows. And the beauty of it all is, you know, he says, you know, don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about this, you know, and in a way, you know, I've got you. Like, I, I know the plan I have for you. You know, I know, I know what you will do. And I just, I love that because, you know, I don't need to worry. Then. Right. Like, I don't need to fear, you know, so those two kind of go hand in hand for yeah, me. Yeah, so absolutely.
1: Love it. Uh, great. Two great verses of scripture, but there's so many. All scripture is great, but, you know, when you, When you find those that come to you it's like you keep them forever you know very close to your heart thanks everybody for tuning back in uh just you know thank you for supporting this this ministry and um you know be sure to subscribe whatever podcast channel that you listen to we're on all of them now and even youtube and more importantly share to as many people as you can uh we're on facebook you can share there so we're we're getting out there but uh you know it's because of the people that's uh that's following and supporting the ministry today's show is titled gratitude for a king and as i spoke about earlier it comes from a song by brandon lake called gratitude And, you know, just for the listeners, because we talked a little bit about it earlier, we we were kind of wrestling because we have a a list of topics for each podcast and we don't have the podcast made out because but we have a list of topics that I feel that God has given us to do a podcast on at some point. And Daniel and I was trying to figure out, you know, what's the next podcast going to be on? I'm like, I don't. I'm not feeling it. So, you know, he's like, oh, maybe this one or this one. I like these two. And I think these two are fit. And I was like, but I think it's just kind of that reassurance of you don't really know until God says, you know what? No, (laughs) it's not the time for that. So this came, uh, I was driving home from my oldest daughter's house. Um, whenever I message you guys Sunday, Monday? I think so. I think Monday. And I was listening to this song, and this song has been stuck in my, my spirit. And I've played it over and over and over and over, even before that night. Because it's actually, when, when I get into my car, it's on media, and my phone automatically starts playing. Well, that's a song that was playing when I was driving home. I just started listening to the song again and I've listened to it no less than 125 times. And I just started listening to the lyrics of this song again. And, you know, that's when the spirit hit me and it's like, this is your next podcast. So the words, they're really simple. There's not a lot of complex words there's not a big you know uh, you know the the verses are pretty much very short the chorus is the same and it's short but the the lyrics of the song just really quicken into the spirit so that's kind of what we're going to go over today is the song gratitude but the title the the lessons gratitude for a king because he is our king forevermore and we we need to figure out what that gratitude means and how we get there uh, to live a life of praise let our life be the praise unto god so we're going to do things a little bit different we're going to actually as always it's going to be scripture based Uh, we have some scripture to go along with some some of the the words and phrases of the song, but we're going to, we're going to do something different and we're going to play the song, maybe a couple lines at a time and then talk about them and, and what, what those words really mean. Um, But uh, so let's, let's get on with it. Um, But before we get into the, the song, there's a, a couple of scripture, scripture, Psalm, the 116th Psalm, verses 16 through 18. Hey, Daniel, you want to read that? And I won't let you read out of the, uh, the King James this time. <laughs>
2: sure. Starting at 16. Oh Lord, I am your servant. Yes, I am your servant, born into your household. You have freed me from my chains. I will offer you a sacrifice of thanksgiving and call on the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people.
1: So I'm going to offer you a sacrifice of Thanksgiving. And that's what we talk about when we're talking about gratitude. The word gratitude in, in the biblical sense is that Thanksgiving. Um, so that's what the song's about. It's offering that sacrifice of Thanksgiving and we don't often think about half to Thanksgiving as being a sacrifice. You know, it's, you know, when we think about sacrifice in, in our minds, a lot of times we talk, we think about, you know, the sacrifices of Abraham, you know, and, and he went to the altar to shed blood as a sacrifice and, and offer that um, that animal as an offering. But this is saying, You know, I'm offering you a sacrifice of me to think, to give you praise and thanksgiving. Oh God, that's my sacrifice to you. And it's just a beautiful scripture. Um, But we will play a couple lines of this song. And if you haven't heard this song, go to YouTube, go to Apple Music, Google Music, wherever you go and find it. It's Gratitude by Brandon Lake. And we'll play a couple verses. A couple lines here, and then we will uh, talk about that.
3: Oh, my words fall short. I got nothing. How could I express all my gratitude?
1: So the first the first couple of lines are there. All my words fall short. I've got nothing new. How can I express all my gratitude to you, O Lord? you know and and i i look at these words and and i just see you know how you can f- kind of picture yourself you know in in a place doing a thing i look at these when i hear these words i can picture myself standing before god and these words coming out of my mouth you know my words fall short to you i've got nothing new you know how how can I thank you, God, for what you've given? Um, it's just it just hits me uh, like a ton of bricks. So, what what do you think about when you hear those those two lines of this song?
2: I'll let Jaden go first.
0: <laughs> um. Just listening to the first, like, couple bits of the song, it just, it just reminds me, you know, that there's nothing that we can do to earn our way to heaven. Like, there's nothing that we can do by our good works to get us into heaven. And, you know, when it says, like, all my word falls short and I've got nothing new, like, how can I express my gratitude? It's it's in that way of that, almost this desperation of Mm -hmm. I've run out. I... I know I'm not worthy. I know I don't deserve it. But yet, I want to do my best for you. I want to do something to show you how much I love you, how much I appreciate you, you being God. You know, in that way, that's that's what I think of that when I hear that.
1: Yeah.
2: I just uh, like the question of how can I express all my gratitude? Like, we as humans can't possibly know how to fully express our gratitude especially in times of need
1: yeah and when you think about what the gift was you know how do you thank god for that god tells us how to do it but right our carnal minds is like how how can i thank you right and it's we we were taught how what we're supposed to be right to be like the image of christ because of the gift that he was has given us on the cross and through the blood psalm uh 116 16 and 18 uh again you know i'm your servant yes i am lord i was born into your household and you have freed me from my chains That one verse um, is enough to thank God for eternity, you know, you've given me the gift of calling me your child that I was born into your household and that I can live with you forever because I've been freed from, you know, we're breaking chains, right? And this is exactly what, what we are, is to help people and help us continually break those chains of bondage and darkness so that we can live a life of God, you know, godly praise Alright, we'll move on to the second couple
3: I could sing these songs As I often do But every song must end And you know
1: I could sing these songs as I always do, but every song must end and you never do. God never ends. His love is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, and and that kind of hits home. Is we come into a church or we drive our car to work or to wherever, or we do it in our house, but we sing the songs of praise and, and glory to God. And uh, the songs end. And we go on to the next one, or in my case, sometimes we play that one over and over and over and over. But the song, the point is the, the song ends as we praise, as we praise in Him in song but god never ends he's always there and for those that believe and have been sanctified and, and believe in christ that's our promise you know we can live forever with god so let's hear your thoughts on on that one daniel you get to go first this time jaden said so
2: uh unverbally <laughs> I just, I just love how Brandon Lake puts the words to the melody in this whole song, really. But saying that with emotion of, I could sing these songs, and I could, you know, as I always do or often do, I come to church on Sunday and I praise you. But that ends. So what else can I do other than that,
1: right? Jaden,
0: yeah, I uh, I like this part of the song because it says you know I could sing these songs as I often do, and I think there and I say yeah, every Sunday, you know, <laughs> it's funny and you get to lead them right, right, and Wednesday, <laughs> right, and Wednesday, yeah. I mean it's it's such an opportunity. I'm just so blessed and honored to be able to have that opportunity, um, but it does. I mean it, it goes it goes so much further than that. You know, one thing that I always find myself, you know, talking with my dad, and my mom, it's so funny because last night, you know, we just, we get into these deep conversations to, you know, some of those deep conversations where you just kind of sit there and you're like, man alive. I'm just like,
1: I've got more questions. Right. Than... I've got questions.
0: And, and, you know, I asked my dad questions. He's like, listen, you're going to have to start a like question list for Jesus when you get up there. Cause I don't know, <laughs> but you know, it's one of those things where we are talking about worship and, and praise and what does that look like, you know? And worship just goes so much deeper than just, you know, just singing the oh, songs yeah. in church and, and in a way, you know, that's like your praise to God, you know. And uh it's it's that idea where, you know, you we are created to worship God. Like that is one of our main just purposes is to worship God and and like I said, you know, it goes so much further than that. You know, it, it's not just singing in church. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just that. It's living your life. You know, it's it's doing what pleases God is also just that form of worship. So I, I love that part yeah, of it. Yeah,
1: can you imagine being, you know, and I can only imagine, right? It's another song that we talked about, the powerful lyrics, but can you imagine, because I can only imagine, and we can only imagine at this time, what it's going to be like, you know, and you read about the, the experiences that some of the the Old Testament uh, servants of God experienced, right? When they come before God and the Shekinah glory fell and, and all they could do is fall on their face and worship God, they couldn't look up. They couldn't look at Him. You know, all you can do is fall on your knees and on your face and worship God. And it's, I can only imagine what it's going to be like when we, when we get to do that, you know, in the, in the, the infinite presence of, of the Almighty, the creator of all things, the one that has brought us, you know, give us the gift of life eternal for those who accept it what it's going to be like to spend eternity uh, a without time, you know, just in that worshiping and glorifying God, it's going to be uh, incredible. A couple of uh, uh, verses of Scripture here in 1 Corinthians 16, um, 34 through 36, Jaden, you want to read that? Sure
0: it says give thanks to the lord for he is good his faithful love endures forever Mm -hmm. cry out save us O god of our salvation gather and rescue us from among the nations so we can thank your holy name and rejoice and praise you praise the lord the god of israel who lives from everlasting to everlasting and all the people shouted amen and praise the lord
1: A reminder that He never ends and His love is there forever. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. There's nothing that can take away His love. We talked about this last night in in Breaking Chains. You know, the only thing that can keep us from God's love is ourselves, but He's still going to love us even though we may not love Him. You know so we can withdraw ourselves out of that but but his love is still there just waiting for the prodigal son or daughter to come back because he's still going to love you you know god hates sin but he loves all and he loves all forever so when we think about the the lyric of the song these songs in but you never do uh, just a remembrance that god's there forever and eternal life and eternal love so i throw
3: up my hands and praise you again and again because all that i have is a heart
1: I throw up my hands and praise the, and praise you again and again, because that's all I have is a hallelujah, a hallelujah. And I know it's not much, but I have nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah. And and I think that goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Jaden, was that worship experience is so much deeper than than just the super, you know, the outward appearance of, hey, I'm praising you, Lord. I got my hands up in the air. But those lyrics, um, I throw up my hands and praise you again and again and again and again. Because that's all I have. Is a hallelujah. Um, I mean, that's, you know, when we talk about gratitude, gratitude is the state of being grateful. And you know, it's a grateful thanks. It's it's that deep thankfulness. It's the appreciative of the benefits received. And boy, we have received some incredible benefits, right? Um, being a believer in Christ. Pleasing by reason of comfort supplied um, or the discomfort alleviated. So when we th- think about that for a minute, the reason of comfort supplied, we know what that is but also the discomfort that's alleviated when we praise God.
2: Yeah. um, We're supposed to sing from the heart. It's our true feelings. It's our true nature. Uh, Giving thanks to the Lord for everything He has done is just giving our gratitude towards Him at the end of the day. It's just another word for it. There's nothing... As the song says, that we have besides our worship that is fit for the one true King, and it's very touching that the song says, in my opinion, that all I have is a heart singing hallelujah. Because if you look at Ephesians five, nineteen and twenty, it says, "Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music in the to the Lord in your hearts." and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just think that's so touching.
0: Um, you know, I have part of me that's like more listening to the lyrics and, and finding the truth in it all and and just admiring just God's word. And, you know, I have this other part of me that's still that, you know, musical side of it. And <laughs> so, you know, when I listen to a song like this and, and the melody is just beautiful and and the words are beautiful and you know it starts with this just something so simple as one guitar and it's so stripped back Mm -hmm. from everything it reminds me of the song of a heart of worship I'm coming back to the heart of worship and the story behind that where you have to sometimes just strip it back Mm -hmm. you know and something I like to do with songs is I like to um, hear the artist's take on it. Since you know, they wrote it. And so, you know, one of the first things that I did is I, I listened to the song and, you know, I, I let it I let the Lord speak to me in whatever means that was, and and, and then I immediately looked up some sort of interview or some sort of something <laughs> to hear what he what the Lord spoke to him when 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 writing this song. And I found an interview that he did um that was through some sort of radio station, but um he said that as him and two other men sat down that they just started by just talking about how good God was and and the goodness of God and that's where the song started to you know started to build and one question that he kind of asked was what can we offer God and, you know, his main focus was worship. And that was mm-hmm. what was in this song. And so, you know, like I told you guys, you know, I was up till 3 a.m., you know, just kind of <laughs> coming up with, you know, what, you know, what, what does this look like? What does this mean? And reading God's word. And and I came the next morning. I said, dad, dad, you know, listen, listen, I was up till 3 a.m. And, and I was so excited. And I told him, I was like, I couldn't just put it down. I couldn't. Right. I was in my Bible. I was writing things down. And you know, my dad says, you know, well, what was God speaking to you? Where did it start? And so I said, you know, what can we offer God? You know, what this whole idea? And I, and 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 you know, my dad always, you know, does this thing where he asks another question. You know, I, I bring a question, he asks another question. You know, and every time I ask my dad a question, he goes, "Don't ask me. You got a Bible right there. It's as easy as opening your phone. Come on." And so, and oftentimes, growing up, you know, my dad would say, you know, go. Read this or go research or look it up right now on Google. Hey, you got the beauty of looking up. What does this mean in the Bible on Google? You know, and and you can get all these different references and then you learn from there. And so, you know, he lets me do that. He never tells me, you know, it's that thing where he never just tells me. He always. But does he
1: want you to come back and tell Tell him what you found.
0: Oh, absolutely. If not, <laughs> you know, it's it's usually I do it right there in the kitchen so right. he can like kind of see where I'm going. But, you know, he he asked me, you know, from what can we offer God? Well, what pleases God, you know? And so there were multiple mm-hmm. things, you know. In Hebrews, you see that faith pleases God. Mm-hmm. You know, our faith pleases God. And then in 1 Thessalonians, you see that, you know, when we speak, you know, of God, of the goodness of God. And when we, when we speak, you know, that pleases God. And it goes on from that, you know, being a, you know, being of spirit, not of flesh pleases God and Romans and, and, you know, all these things together. And, and that's the beauty of it. You know, when, when someone offers you a question, you know, it's that idea where look deeper into it, you know, find these things. And not just that, you know, my dad always, you know, my dad's a big ad walking advertisement for Bible hub. You know, my dad's always saying, go back to the original, (laughs) go back to the original. That's just (laughs) who he is. But, but yeah, I mean that's, that's the beauty of all of this. So yeah,
1: that's uh, that's great words.
2: And I just want to say one thing: you came prepared, like to paint the <laughs> room for viewers or <laughs> listeners. She's got a journal, she's got her phone, and a Bible, and she got a pack of markers and pens. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey. Uh- when when you're doing unto the Lord, do it with exceedingly greatness. So.
0: <laughs> hey, if you look over at me in church, I've got the markers, I've got my journal, I've got my Bible, I've got, you know, everything. It's just it's a matter of just not just sitting there in church and, and listening, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. you know, some people just sit in the presence of God and listen. But for me, you know, the only way that I could really learn and the only way I could really take it to apply it to my life is if I'm writing it out or right I'm, I'm you know highlighting things or pointing it out and and that's what they encourage at camp. The reason why I started is because I, I this is my first year going to camp as a camp counselor right and they encouraged all of the kids to bring you know journals and, and markers and and all these things and I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do the same thing this time like I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do this. I come back with like, Fifteen pages what is this and stuff? yeah, and, and of course I come back and I put it right down on the table and I'm like, all right, Dad, look through that. You know, this is what God's doing in my life. You know, and look so, what I got. Right, and and now I can look through at the beginning you, of this. You journal. live with the
1: pastor though, so you say, hey, Dad, can I have your notes? Right, right.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, you know, my dad takes notes, but he takes it on the you know the computer and yeah. he puts up the up the slideshows and everything but i mean that's the beauty of it all and and i love journaling and and because i can look back and i can say right. this is where i was a year ago this is the prayers that i was praying this was my focus and mm-hmm. look look what changed in a year you know that's the beauty of it so yeah
1: the uh you know and and we all have different ways but what i've started doing is i went and bought a pack of index cards and i just started when i find something that i really want to to stick i just write down that verse or verses and then what was i thinking about it you know and just start accumulating those things and and i i don't know if that's what some of the others do here but i see them with those index cards so it's like yeah i want to do that you know just because writing Helps the memory, Mm -hmm. whereas when I write stuff on a keyboard, you know, on a computer, it doesn't have the same um, effect on the memory as when you handwrite something. That's why we used to have to handwrite sentences a hundred (laughs) times when I was growing up because uh, we had to remember things.
0: It's funny that you say that because that was what I wanted to start for New Year's. I bought a bunch of index cards, and I write the verse down, and on the back I write prayer or I write, you know, what I'm thinking. So that's funny because. You know, I use that to study for nursing. So it's like, hey, if that works, <laughs> then, hey, apply it to every yeah. aspect, you know.
1: And, and they're so handy, right, because mm-hmm. you can put them in your Bible. Right. You can keep them all together, and you can have your own filing system. But, yeah, I started doing that uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's just incredible how just that little thing is such a big thing mm-hmm. um, in, in your everyday walk and remembrance and learning of of God's Word. Okay, um, the The next couple of lines here was, and we're almost through the first verse, because that's all I have is a hallelujah, and I know it's not much, but it's nothing else fit for a king. I have nothing else fit for a king, except for a heart singing hallelujah. And what I wrote down for this was, you know, comes from Revelation 18. You know, Babylon has fallen, you know, and a voice from heaven said, come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, but ye receive not of her plagues. Then then in Revelation 19 is really the, the four verses of Scripture that uses the the term uh, Alleluia, which is where the, the Greek word for hallelujah comes from and after these things i heard a great voice of much of much people in heaven saying hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power unto the lord our god and i just have to stop there because when when i read that the promise written you know there's a lot of people there's a much people in heaven saying alleluia to god um, for true and righteousness for true and righteous his are his judgments for he hath judged the great uh, who war which did corrupt the earth with her fornication and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand and again they said alleluia and her smoke rose up forever I just got chill bumps (laughs) and the four and 20 elders and the four beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, amen, hallelujah. And a voice came out of the throne saying, praise our God, all ye, his servants and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude. Again, there's a, a great multitude of people and has the voice of many waters and has the voice of mighty thundering saying, Alleluia." That vision of what's going on in this time, of what's coming, is all these people just bowing down to God. And I'm going to be one of those and you're going to be one of those, just saying, Alleluia um, to the Lord God that reigns forever. But you can imagine just the, the noise of the praises of God's people as loud as thunder when you're bowing at his feet. Wow.
2: While you're reading that, Revelations 19, one through 6, the first one stuck out to me because all I could think about when you read Salvation and Glory and Honor and Power was the song that your mom sings some Sundays, I think. And it goes, all glory and honor, strength and power. Yeah,
0: echo holy. Mm-mm.
2: That's what I guess thought of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and that song talks, you know, a million angels fall, face down on the ground or face down on the floor, all to echo holy is the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh, such power in words. Okay, we gotta finish this. We're getting through it. Um, here we go with. With the course,
3: I've got one response. I've got just one move with my arms wide, I will worship you, so I throw up my hands and praise you again.
1: So the chorus before we move on, and I know this is uh, we're already in an hour, um, but it's went by so fast. Um, great discussion. But as we go into this, this chorus, I've only got one response. I've got just one move with my arms stretched wide. I will worship you. So I throw up my hands and praise you again and again because all that i have is a hallelujah and i know it's not much but i've nothing else fit for a king except for a heart singing hallelujah again it's that those two those two lines again in the chorus that was in the the first part i know it's not much we got nothing else fit for a king but when it talks about i've only got one move to throw up my hands with my with my arms stretched wide, I will worship you. And I throw up my hands and praise you. And when we when we throw something, um I, I made a note of this, but I can't find the note of throwing up our hands. Um the arms and hands are used to catch or embrace um along with m- many other uses right um we couldn't it's hard to function without them but you know when you think about a toddler or, or a child that reaches for their parents reaches for their mother or their father or a loved one and when we do that you know when we extend our arms to god we're reaching for God, you know, just open your arms and embrace the father. Um, you know, and, and your arms, you know, if you're falling, you, you use your arms to brace you or, or catch you, you know. And again, when we stretch out our arms and, you know, God will catch you. He will comfort you. He just wants to love on you when you're going through those times of, of falling, you know, and those are the greatest times of opportunity. When we look, I'm falling, I'm struggling, you know, lift up those gods and your hands to God and, and praise and glorify him and just let him, you know, pull you into his bosom and and love you um. because we've got nothing else fit for a king. So Oh, the lyrics.
2: I just all got right. one thought before you uh, yep. continue playing song. Uh, when you lift your hands, I think of it as surrender, absolutely. Ultimately, so it's saying, "Here I am, God. I give it all to you, mm-hmm. and I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I just want to be with you right now."
1: Yeah. No, it's it is a it's a hundred percent surrender to God. Um in so many more ways than what we can even comprehend. Um, but that's a, that's a very good point. All right. Last couple of lines here.
3: Long. I got to
1: stop right there. Come on, oh my soul, don't you get shy on me? you know as we we sit in and we come together to praise and worship God in a in a Sunday worship service a praise service and I know that you see this right when you're when you're leading uh, a worship praise band and You know you you listen to to the lyrics of some of the songs that you all sing which is um, some of the most powerful songs out there and and it's used to usher us into a presence right or that state that we talked about earlier of praise and worship but don't you wish that everybody would would say don't get shy on me you know because if we would if we can get past the, you know, I don't want to raise my hands because somebody will see me. I don't want to dance into God because I'm afraid somebody will see me. If we could get past this, don't get shy on me, oh, my soul. Can you imagine the services for God and and what they would be like, the praise and worship services? um don't get shy on me, you know, and I know that it's as, as a worship leader, right? When you're, when you're giving your all to usher in the presence of God and you're and and you guys are there already, just, you know, hook a chain to them and pull them into, to the worship and where you guys are at. Um, but the next one, the, the, the next line is what really gets me. Lift up your song because you have got a lion inside your lungs. So use that lion and get up and praise the Lord. The Lord, oh, come on, my soul. Uh, I, I messaged you guys the other day when when I was studying this. And a lion's voice, a lion's roar can be heard from up to five miles away. What else do you hear that can be heard from five miles away, other than the tornado sirens that go off at noon every Saturday? I mean, not a horn, not a car. I mean, five miles is a long way. When you think about a lion and what that is inside of your lungs that you can praise God with the lion that's in your lungs. It's, 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 when you think about the lion that's inside of you, you know, lions are, they're so strong and they're beautiful and they're fearless. And, you know, they're the king of their domain. They're the king of the jungle for a reason. And, there's a there's a lion inside of all of us that you get to be you know it's it's the true king of kings the lion of the tribe of judah that lives inside of you that when you can use what's inside of you to come out and praise god um that's one of the most powerful song lyrics that I've ever paid attention to. The only one that's able um, to open the scroll of the seven seals in the book of Revelation is the one that's called the lion of the tribe of Judah. And that's how much power that lives inside of us when we allow it. So just, just put that into concept. and. Let that lion be unleashed when we're worshiping and praising God. Um,
0: Thoughts on that? (laughs) I always, I I love the analogy of a lion, you know, for the exact same things that you were, you know, as I, as we were talking about that, you know, the first thought was, you know, he is a lion is the king of their domain. And, uh, you know, one thing that I really love is, is Narnia. The movie (laughs) Narnia, you know, every time I think of a lion, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I think of that movie. Like, I obviously think of, you know, God and in that manner, but it reminds me of the movie. And I can remember watching that and just seeing, you know, Aslan, this just this this lion, just beautiful in nature and and loving in this movie. And and, you know, eventually, you know, you you build this relationship with a with a movie character, you know, with this with this lion and and you go through this whole movie. And at the end, the lion is killed but comes back from the dead you know it's this this beautiful thing but again you know yeah i am you know on the stage and and i have a different point of view you know i i see out at the congregation and you know something i've had to learn over the years is is you know what does it mean when you don't see or you don't feel what you expect yeah you know And, and and it's that idea where no matter what you see, no matter what you feel, you know, God is always working. He's always there and don't be discouraged. Mm-hmm. Don't be discouraged. You know, um, that's one thing that us as being from this point of view that we learn and we, we, we apply is no matter, you know, what you see, you know, don't be discouraged, you know, cause you do, you do see people right. that are hesitant or they're holding back and you know sometimes it's just like you just want to look at them and be like just do it just right. go for it you know because one time is all it takes one time is all it takes and i get and i tell i always tell my youth you know i say what's the difference from camp and reach here what's the difference and that most of them are like well you don't have all these adults that are staring at me or <laughs> you know you have hundreds of kids that are doing the same thing and it's like but it's the same God. Right. He is the same God yesterday, today, and tomorrow and forever. You know, it's this idea where you are worshiping the same God at camp that you worship here at Rush Church. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's it's one of those things where I tell them, you know, and and this is and you're right, Philip, by saying, you know, people are so worried about, you know, what are they gonna think of me or you know, you know, and I think of David dancing before the Ark of the Covenant right. and his wife's like what are you doing you, you loony doing? you know you basket case <laughs> what's going on you know and he's like you know and it's that idea that like, don't you get it you know it doesn't matter what people think right. it doesn't matter you know what they have to say you are worshiping your king of kings and lord of lords and, and it's this idea where it's when you're and i tell them if god was standing right here on the stage in front of all of us if, if god himself was standing right here what would change what would change how would you worship? would you be talking to the person next to you you know would you be looking at the clock seeing what time we're going till would you would you be thinking about dinner later you know and, and that's the idea that God is there right you know he's there and and you know and if you just let him right, in just let him in you know he's knocking on every man's heart and that's that idea where it's like nothing else matters Mm-mm. if we can get to a place where nothing else matters and we know I have nothing. And nothing else matters but him, and that's why I say, you know. And my mom always says her quote is, you know, you spend one second in God's presence, you'll never go back. Right. You'll never, not crave that. And there's truth to that, you know. So, so when we talk about worship, when we talk about all this, you know, my question is, what's holding you back? Right. You know.
1: Well, I used to be one of those, right? Because, you know, the the church that we come from. Um, back home is a, it's a very renowned church and, and the praise band and stuff is, is known across the world. Right. And, but I would always sit, you know, you kind of get in the rhythm you kind of rock back and forth, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to raise my hands, but it's right until you do it. And, and the freedom you get when you open up and let God in and you just worship and exalt his name. Um, So I can say, I speak from experience, right? That when you do that, it's just that deeper understanding and deeper um, relationship with God because that's really what it is, is, hey, I'm offering up my praises to you. But, But the things that God gives you, the feeling that, you know, when he comes and you feel that presence, you can't really understand that presence when you don't accept it in, in openness. Right. So, you know, that, that praise and and that praise offering in those, those times, whether it's in, in church, but you know, the, the funny thing is, is a lot of the same people that won't, Praise God in in service, because they're afraid somebody will see them. If you go to the local BW threes or Quaker Steak and Lube when there's a game on, um, I mean, they celebrate there, um, or on TV, you know, a game or whatever, whatever the case is, they're celebrating there. So why not celebrate the the Eternal King? Um, So, you know, and and the enemy's at work and always wants to try to pull us away. And, you know, that's one thing that I learned is when I really started getting serious about my relationship with God and some great mentors along the way is like, you know, the enemy's going to try to hold you back. The enemy don't want you to raise your hands because he don't want you to experience what you're going to experience. So you always listen to that, you know, that little voice in your don't don't raise your hands somebody's going to see you yeah somebody's going to see you it's going to be god and and what you're going to get is the freedom to to worship um and and praise in in spirit thoughts on that sorry
2: (laughs) you're fine at the end of the day you have an audience of one yes it's him you could think to yourself all oh, you want. Uh, oh, everyone in front of me, everyone behind me. All the people in my row is going to see me if I raise my hands. Mm-hmm. If I cry. No one no one cares. They're raising their hands too. Or they're they're having the same thoughts you are right now too.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, and it's that idea, you know, where you say no one cares and my thing would be and if you do care then you need to sit there yourself and say, what am I focusing on? Yeah, you know, right. if I'm focusing on whether Daniel's raising his hands or not, or, you know, if I'm standing there saying, oh, what a basket case, you know, God's looking at me too. Absolutely. <laughs> like he's looking at you and he's looking at me and he's saying, come on, I'm right yeah. there, you know? And, and, you know, Wednesday this past week, you know, we have a, a mix of, of kids that come, you know, from all different backgrounds, been in church their whole life, haven't been in church their whole life, doesn't have a clue what the heck's going on just Wants to show up because they feel loved, you know, and and I'm worshiping it. In, and we played, you know, three songs we played, um, Awesome God and we played, um, I've Sing heard Your that Praises. One in a while. Yeah, I know it's an older, it's an yeah. oldie but a goodie. Yeah, it is. Um, and I believe Shane and Shane does a re of it that yeah. I just love, but um, and then we sang, uh, Sing Your Praises and we sang, um, I can't remember the last one we sang, <laughs> it was a good one though, I remember that, but anyways, regardless. Um, that first song, you know, it's a, a lot of times you get a little bit more of this, you know. And and I sat there and 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 leading and and the Lord just said, you know, how can you expect them to worship, some of them to worship when they don't know who I am? Right. Or they don't know what this is. And so that's when I, I sat there and, and I, I just preached the salvation message, you know. And, you know, if you don't know what this is, if you don't know what worship is or what this looks like and you're sitting there going, what's happening? You know, there's a God that loves you and and wants to, you know, wants you to to call on him, you know? And so, you know, that's the importance too, where, you know, you can sit there and you can say, Oh, like, I just wish so-and-so would just enter in and, and I wish that they would raise their hands. And I, and, and you have to remember too, you know, first be that, you know, be that person that's going to teach them about salvation, you know, invest in a relationship with that person, you know, really show them, why we worship right you know because sometimes it's just by your own testimony people might you know understand more and more about it so I love that too
2: so it's important that to know that not everyone is where you're at everyone's a different place on their walk with God that's right and some people may not be comfortable with raising their hands and that's perfectly okay
1: yeah it it's perfectly okay but i think if you're if you're in that point to where you're um you know you're not comfortable right for whatever reason but but it's the people that i think the biggest issue that that is is when you don't praise god openly because you're afraid of what others will think of you um the way i look at it is if you really are truly if you truly have a heart of God, which is another great song, right? If you truly have the heart of God and you're truly working on a relationship with God, you're going to know that it doesn't matter what others think of you, right? Because I'm not, I'm not praising to someone else. I'm only praising to the audience of one that you just spoke of. And, you know, when, when you, continue your walk forward, God will open up, you know, the, your heart, because that's what he wants. He wants your praises of his people. Um, but it's up to the people to, to make that choice. Right. Um, one, just a couple last points. Um, When it says get up and praise the lord um (laughs) get up is to rise to climb to ascend to another level you know you're rising up and ascending into the presence of god of the lord almighty and rising from a lower level to a higher level you know that's what i believe that this is you know get up and praise the lord that's what we're to do we're to rise up and get to that next level and just give it all to him um you know i think you said earlier jaden give it all you know you're all in you can't just be half in and half out you've got to get get over that and go all in Um, because god doesn't just want half of your heart he doesn't just want half praise he wants full heart he wants all of you and he wants all of your praise he wants the praise from all of you not just you know half-hearted because if you're just doing it half-hearted then you're probably better off not to do it because that's kind of what we're instructed but when you throw up your hands um we're putting in our our hands in a particular position or condition And to do it carelessly, not paying attention to anything except for the praise to God. And it's what we've been talking about. But, you know, when we throw up our hand, we're projecting to the heavenly. Um, And it's just, again, it's just how all these words are put together. um, What I believe is truly inspired by God in the way that. Just like you said earlier, the music's so laid back, it's reserved because it lets you focus on the message that's been spoken. Wow, gratitude, gratitude for a king. Any final thoughts, Daniel? And and I, I wanna apologize for the noise in the background. We are beautifying the church today, it's a church work day. <laughs> And so all the hammering and drilling and, and noise in the background is uh, the servants of the Lord coming to, to the church to be together and work today. So I apologize for the noise in the background, but um, what a great message today.
0: Um, thoughts, Jaden? Um, there's another part in the song After he sings the bridge where he just lets out this cry, just this, this, this just like a, like a scream, but in a way where it's like, you can tell that he's reached the end of himself Mm. and he's calling out for the name of God. He's calling out for God in a way. And when I heard that the first time I heard this song, I'm like, wow, that's, that's a cry, you know, that that's, that's just the end of yourself and the beginning of god it's, it's just and and that idea of being all in you know it's that idea where you do you have to get to the end of yourself you have to die to your flesh and and really just surrender every part of who you are you know and that's the way that way you don't have any of this like doubts or or, or fears and these things and 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 that's the beauty of just having that relationship with God, you know, and and for anybody who listens to this or anybody ever, you know, it's that idea where, you know, making that decision to follow Christ and accepting him into your heart and knowing what he's done for you on that cross and knowing that he rose again, making that step will be one of the best decisions, if not the best decision. Of your life. And that's what I tell people. I say, Absolutely. ask anybody, you know, and, and if you want to know more about, you know, God and, and what in his grace and his mercies and, and the stories, ask people. That's yeah. why I encourage, ask people their, their story, ask people, their testimonies. You know, everybody has a different one mm-hmm. and all of it glorifies God. Every single one will glorify God. Absolutely. And that's so, that's what I encourage people to do. I say, you know, if you don't know what that looks like, ask, ask people. You know, and and for those that know the Lord, invest in the people that God have has called you to invest in. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't hesitate from from having that person. My dad always asks me. You know, the, the, one of the first things I ask people is, you know, who are you discipling? Who's that person that God has placed on your heart that you're discipling? You know, because that's just that's key in in your walk with Christ. It's key in being a follower of Christ. Yeah, is discipleship and growing with one another. So that's what I would that's what I would
1: have to say. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um and it's I love what you said about the about the part of the song and I'm I'm going to probably close out with um with that part of the song. But um yeah, the cry the cry out and I never thought about it that way, but um it's just another incredible part of the song and we'll close out on that, but thanks for sharing that. Daniel?
2: I have one more verse from Psalms 103 to uh, close out on. Um, it's verses 1 through t- one and 2. It says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart I will praise His holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things He's done for me. And I think that fits yeah. in perfectly with the song. And it's just... I'll just praise him with my whole heart, and because that's all I have.
1: Yeah, and that's what we were talking about, you know. Is God? That's what God desires: is your whole heart. You know, when we give him our whole heart, man, the blessings that just come—they're too numerous to mention—of when you truly surrender and and praise him with your whole heart. Uh, It's a beautiful, beautiful scripture. So we're going to wrap this one up today. Uh, It's an hour and a half podcast. So uh, I apologize for the the length of this one, but uh, what a great message. And uh, Jaden, thanks for being here today.
0: Thank you for having me. I was so excited and I'm just, I continue. I'm just, I'm so excited and I can't wait for people to just hear this.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been a great message. Daniel, thanks for coming on again. And uh, let's just close in prayer real quick, and then we'll, um, we'll wrap up. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. And uh, until the next time, God bless. Uh, Father, we just thank you for this day, God. We thank you for this lesson that you've given us to teach us, Lord God, about the about deeper relationship with you and, and how to praise you and what it means, Lord God. We just ask, Lord God, that you... Be with everyone that listens to this message that's uh, given by you to us and to teach others, to share with others, God. We just ask that you use it for your ministry and for your glory in the building and furtherance of your kingdom, God. Thank you for your blessings. Lord, just uh, thank you for this day and be with us throughout the week. And God bless you. We praise you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen.
2: Amen. Get up and praise the Lord
3: Oh, come on, my soul Oh, don't you get shy on me Lift up your song Cause you've got a lion inside of Get up and praise the Lord Come on, my soul Oh, don't you get shy
1: Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Breaking Chains. Be sure to head on over to our website at breakingchains.me. That's breakingchains.me and see all the good things that's going on over there. If you need prayer, you can submit your prayer request over there as well. And if you haven't done so, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and daily devotions so that you can receive everything that the Lord gives us to share with you. Until the next time, God bless us all with the strength to break those chains.